Welcome to the Pretty Crazy Podcast. It is week... 40! And I'm feeling sporty. Feeling sporty. Extra sporty. That's good because this episode... Is... About yoga pants! Oh, (laughs) I'm extra excited now. Yeah, you should be. Yeah, you could feel that extra stretch in my groin region. I'm gonna need it. Okay, so I want to start off by saying I am sorry that we did not put out an episode last week. Yep. Um, we had some life situations happen. and Life gets in the way. Life gets in the way, and uh, we're back this week. So I'm sorry for the unexcused absence. <laughs> unexcused, but excused. Um, not that anybody really missed us, though, right? Oh, you guys missed us. Shut up, Melissa. It gave us time. Gave you time to catch up yeah. on the ones you missed. Melissa got extra notes for this this time. We'll see. And I mean, after Jeffrey Dahmer, everybody probably needed a break. Yeah, we anyways. need a break because you know you had to take that one in pieces. Ha 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 ha. Um. So this is another murder, and it's pretty gruesome. But like, it's not like the same type of gruesome. Yeah. So you know, people died, Melissa. I know. There's. Well, all of my stories almost have people that die in them. Everybody dies. Everybody poops. Everybody poops. Jeffrey Dahmer poops people. Um, ew. <laughs> okay, so do you know anything about the Lululemon murders? I know Lululemon. I uh, like what they stand for. Well, uh, hmm. we're going to go over a couple things that maybe not. <laughs> okay, maybe not. <laughs> I might not like what their company stands for, but I like what they're... Well, okay, so I'm going to give, before I before I go into deep, deep detail, I'm going to give you a little bit of history on Lululemon. Okay, maybe maybe I don't know. Um, so it is a yoga store. Um, well, it, athletic apparel. It is called, it's a yoga store, mostly. Yes. But it's the Lululemon Athletica. Yes. Because it is athletic wear. Yeah. But I mean, it's known as a yoga store. Yes. I'm just saying, like, don't don't correct me before I'm even done with my sentence. I did a I did a I did a case study on them in college. Okay, well in nineteen ninety-eight, um, they were created by a Chip Wilson, who sounds like a douchebag. Um I'll come back to, to why he's world. a why he's a douchebag, but the name Chip is just in Vancouver, British Columbia, mm-hmm. Canada. Um, so he named it Lululemon because he wanted it to sound Western and because Japanese people have a hard time pronouncing L's. He's a fucking asshole. That is pretty, that is pretty bad. <laughs> um, this seems unnecessarily racist, but whatever. Like, whatever, that is, you know. <laughs> I didn't know that was the reason. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty racist. I thought it was because, you know, lemon sounds like citrusy and athletic and Lulu sounds, you know, like. It sounds like an a, upscale. A woman's upscale name like yeah. so put the two together you got bam you got a name yeah okay so combining two things no it's because he's racist okay um okay. and then in uh june of 2020 lululemon paired with the mirror which um if anybody's not aware of what that is that is like it's a fitness mirror that it has videos and stuff but like whenever you're not using it it just looks like a decoration um it's a couple hundred or a couple thousand dollars um, but they signed on a, a million or $500 million deal for that. Um, and that was just in June. They have 460 stores internationally. Oh my God. 
Um, and Lululemon, their aim is to make customers feel like they're part of the community. Um, and they use social media as marketing. Oh. So like they want you to feel like a big family. Mm-hmm. Um, and there have been controversies regarding some things Lululemon does. I mean, obviously, besides the racist name. Um, yeah, they do negging and stuff like that. Well, so they got in trouble for false advertising and product quality because apparently their quality is not very great. Um, but the most controversial is the founder's attitude. Yep. In 2013, he said that they did not make plus-size clothes because it was too costly. And then um, he also explained that the pilling and sheerness of some of their clothing was because people's bodies were inconsistent and they were wearing them incorrectly. So mm-hmm. basically, like, the most epitome of, like, fat shaming and yeah, there's body shaming. Yeah, there's one size that, <laughs> that it's made for. Um, and then in September of this year, they finally began offering um, plus size up to size 20. Um, but there's only six styles. And most of their clothing only goes up to a size 14. Um, when looking online, almost all of the 12s and 14s are out of stock. Yeah. So it's kind of been in the media for being very... Uh, non-inclusive restrictive yes which nobody is required to carry plus size um but him saying you know they have an inconsistent body shape no person has the same body shape unless you're a model you know who wears these clothes which even them you know probably don't fit in like don't fit correctly yeah um but people still love it um and whenever the story happened which was in 2011 um their stock price was 38 dollars and it is currently $345. Pretty good. It went up a significant amount because they are a huge company. Um, He is no longer, Chip is no longer in charge of the company. So I'm hoping that it goes in a better direction. Like I said, we are doing more inclusive sizing. Um, So just a little bit of a... Well, and especially like... There's one thing for like, quote, like, I, I don't know. I don't know any companies that do this, so because I'm not a fashionista or anything like that, but like Ann Taylor or whatever, you know, like we don't want, quote, those people, quote, to wear our brand, like to, re- yeah. you know, represent our. Well, Abercrombie which is, which and Fitch got in trouble for that. Yeah, actually. which which is wrong, which which I admit is wrong. But if you're an athletic company, guess who's exercising? Well, the everybody- most. Skinny people? Well, skinny people exercise a lot. Yeah. But guess who needs to get there and who changes clothing sizes the most? Yeah, I mean, I think it definitely makes sense to have plus-size athletic wear because, yeah, like you said, like they're more likely to buy more clothes because if they started a size... 16 I need to buy it I need to buy a 15 then I need to buy a 14 then I need to buy you know yeah and then I'm gonna be brand loyal and stuff like that so yeah so I mean um I think it's a good move that they're starting to move towards and like I said like no company is, should be required to carry any certain clothes but just their attitude towards you know saying like oh we just don't carry it versus like well your body shape's inconsistent yeah. <laughs> like it's so fucking rude but this story is not about Lululemon. That's just where it takes place. It's just I like was researching it and I wanted to bring it up. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it is a little bit, I mean, it's kind of like a background of the story. So there are two girls involved in this story. Um, the first one is, uh, it was pronounced two different ways, but it's pre- it's spelled J-A-Y-N-A. So Jaina. 
Okay. Um, a lot of them said Jana, but I, I want to say Jana. I think that sounds more correct. Um, she was born November 22nd, which isn't that today? Oh, today's her birthday of 1980. So um, she would have been, been 40 today. Episode 40. On oh, no. 40th. Oh, oh, no. See, this was meant for last week, so this Jana. is even worse. <laughs> Um, Jana, we're sorry. And I think I don't know where this is going, but this comes out tomorrow, so on the twenty third. Maybe I'll release it today. Just yeah, you should. Just on her birthday. For Jana. Okay, so she grew up in. Can- she was born in Kansas, and then she moved to Texas. Um, she was very big in Texas. <laughs> she was really big into track and field, dance, and she um got a scholarship for discus. Oh yes. Um, which I could not spell, and the Dickus. <laughs> Let me tell you, it didn't come out right on the computer the first seven times. Um, so she went to George Washington uh, University, which is okay. in DC. This yeah. whole thing takes place in DC. Um, and then she was going for her master's in MBA, which I know that MBA is Master's of Business Administration, but yeah, for people who don't know, she was going for her master's degree, and the master's is an MBA. Um, and the reason she started working at Lululemon is because her um, final project was on the retail structure of Lululemon. Okay. Um, and then once she was actually working there, uh, the sales she was a sales team leader. And when she was going to be done with school, she kind of wanted to work for their corporate model um, because she really liked them. That's what she did her project on. And she really found um, the company to be a good one. Um, everybody said that she was her best friend or she was everybody's best friend. Um, and then two months before graduating, her boyfriend moved to Seattle hmm. and she planned on meeting him there and started and wanted to work for corporate Lululemon because Vancouver is not very far from Seattle. Yeah. Um, and I guess if they live, you know, midway between, it's like an hour for each of them. Well, I don't know about Seattle traffic. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Um, Oh, and her dad was also in the special ops, and she, during her time in college, I forgot to add this in there, she actually studied a year in Spain, and she did a semester at sea, um, and before she worked at Lululemon, she worked at Halliburton, Oh. and her MBA was at Johns Hopkins, mm. so she went to George Washington for her undergrad, she was getting her MBA at Johns Hopkins. What a special gal. So she was extremely smart. Um, she... Was very, very, very athletic, obviously. I mean, to work at Lululemon, like, yeah, you have to be. Um, and, like, she did, like, rock climbing. She was just always very active. And then the other girl, Brittany Norwood, she was born in 1982. I didn't have her actual birthday. Um, and she was a soccer all-state. And um, she went to Stony Brook. I guess it, it, that's in New York City or near. I mean, it's on Long Island, Sounds not New right. York City. Stony Brook. Or is Long Island part of New York City? Long Island's part of New York City, right? Long Island, New Jersey, right? Long Island, New York. Long Island is not in New Jersey. I don't know. Long Island, New York. Bro. I don't know, man. Don't you quizzing me on all this shit? Hold on, I'm looking up. Yeah, New York. All right. Well, Asshole. Tell me, <laughs> tell me all this shit, and I don't know. Yeah, because that even has the uh, Long Island is where all the rich people summer. Mm. You know, well, up in uh, 
Well, that's you in the know. Hamptons. You would know. I would know. I'm so super rich. I don't know if anybody knew this, but um, I'm an heiress. This is what she does for fun. Kids. This is what I do for fun. Anyways, <sighs> it's so hard to be this rich. Her job is just so boring <laughs> for her. Okay, so she went to um, she went to Stony Brook, which is in Long Island, New York. Um, but she was from. She was actually from the West Coast. She was from um, Washington, I think it says. Sorry. Walla Walla, Washington. Um, I have it written, but like my notes got a little bit mixed up whenever I was adding them in together. Oh, she grew up in Washington State, and she was one of nine children. Ooh, um, out. She, um, so she went to college, and some shit started happening. So, Ooh, what kind of shit? She had a reputation to be a kleptomaniac. Oh, she klepto. Um, so her friends and Did roommates... Did she steal that reputation? <laughs> she stole that reputation. Oh. So her friends, um, roommates, teammates, they all like kind of like started calling her out on it. She had friends? And, yeah, she was very popular. How, how are you friends with a klepto? Well, they stopped being friends with her when they found out that they, she oh. was stealing from them. Okay. Um, she was never arrested, but she was... Um, she lost her scholarship, so she had to, like, quit school. Oh. Um, and then in 2008, Brittany was sued by a landlord for past due rent. And then in 2009, she stole a weave from a hairstylist. Bitch, you got your weave. So um, she was sitting at, at the chair, and, um, like, they were putting in her hair, and I guess... <laughs> She just ran away with it. Well, no, I guess she said somebody at the shop stole her card out of her purse. Oh, so she couldn't pay for it because her card was stolen. Oh, I just picture this girl like running, getting (laughs) getting, like snatching it off the shelves and be like, I got the cards. I know, like running, running away with this like furry little creature. Which I don't know, I know weaves take hours upon hours upon hours of work yeah but i don't know if they have like if you pay as you go like okay at the beginning you put down 50 percent, and then you pay like towards the end i don't know i think if you're you're a returning customer they wouldn't but yeah but i mean if it's like your first time yeah i don't know if it was her first time or i don't know how that works but i mean we're talking like sometimes like five six seven hours of work yeah um and they're very expensive too Typically. So in 2010, she was working at a hotel um, in D.C. So she moves to D.C. And um, because I guess her cousins, I think, live there. Um, So she was working at the Willard Intercontinental Hotel. And um, she was promoted to manager, but she was not happy working there. Because she wanted to be a personal trainer for, like, high-powered people. Mm. So in D.C., obviously, you have everybody from... The political world. Yes. And they all have personal trainers. Yeah. She wanted to get rid of Trump's hump. <laughs> this is 2011, so maybe she wanted uh, like to be Michelle Obama's personal trainer. Oh. <laughs> um, but she was like, okay, well, in order to do that, I'm going to go work for Lululemon. And she worked at the Georgetown location in 2010. Okay. So in February of 2011, she was transferred to the one in Bethesda. And the one that Bethesda is the one that her and um, Jaina worked at together. And the reason she transferred to the Bethesda one is because there was a fitness center right around the corner. And um, 
obviously people who have a lot of money, they're going to come into Lululemon, buy their yoga pants, buy their, you know, workout gear near where they're, you know, like it's an upscale shop. Yeah. So she figured she could meet some high powered people that way. And she did like, she apparently um, had an interview scheduled for um, not long after that or right around there um, for her to get into that gym. So Jaina and Brittany were coworkers for about three weeks um, and they did not socialize outside of work. And the story begins on March 11th, 2011. It was March 11th, 2011. Okay. Tell me the story. Are you ready for the story? I am ready for the story. Well, we're going to jump ahead a little bit to March 12th, 2011. That's a whole day. That is a whole day. Well, it's actually only a couple hours. Um, so the door, so the manager gets to the store to open it. Yeah. It's a Saturday. And she sees the doors open. Oh. Not good. So she goes in and there is just stuff everywhere so she's like oh no like we've been robbed so she walks outside and she's calling 911 but there's a bystander and the bystander like this this guy he's like hey what's wrong and she's like i think you know like i was robbed so he's like let me check it out so he goes inside and he walks to the back of the store and there is blood everywhere oh shit yeah like not just a little bit like tons of blood tons of blood um and there was something leaning against the door. And then he uh, saw a body laying there. Oh, no. Which was um, Jaina Murray. Oh, no. Yeah. And then while he was leaving, like, to go back out, he saw another woman um, lying in the bathroom. And she was, like, barely breathing, moaning, like, from pain. And this was Brittany, Brittany Norwood. Brittany Norwood. Okay. Um, so at 8 a.m., um, this is when this all happens. Um, and then whenever they, so they call 911 and Brittany is in there and she is zip tied and she's like slashed like a bunch of different places. Her pants are cut open at the uh, the crotch. Um, her head is bloodied and, um, she is taken to the hospital and falls unconscious. Okay. Um, so she's still alive, but Jaina was hit in the face. Um, and she has, like, she's just, she's dead. Like, there, there's yeah. so much happening. Um, so whenever Brittany wakes up, she says that around 9.45 p.m., Brittany forgot her wallet at the store. And um, they, she called Jana so that she could get let her back in because Jana had keys and she was, like, a shift manager. Yeah. They met in front of the store, and when they went in and they looked for the wallet, um, they couldn't find it, so Jana said that she could just use her Metro card and that they'd look for it the next day. Yeah. Um, But at this point, they realized that they did not lock the front door when they came back in, and somebody came in, they hit Jana in the face and pulled her into the back room. The other one grabbed Brittany, and they said if she moved, they would slit her throat. Um, Jana was fighting her attacker, but they pulled Brittany, um, to get the keys to the safe. Once they opened the safe, he took her to the bathroom, slashed her with a knife and sexually assaulted her. Oh, shit. Um, she did say there were two men dressed in all black. One was slightly taller than the other. Um, and Brittany said the man did not kill her because she was fun to fuck. Oh. The attackers knew her, um, name and address from the bills in her purse. 
Um, they swore to her, called her dirty slut and racial terms. So um, Brittany was black and Jana was white. Okay. Um, so there were footprints um, that were going to the keys. Um, one was Brittany's size and the other one was like a size 14. But there were no other really like footprints around the store. Um, so this is like, the story seems to make sense. Yeah. But things start to get a little suspicious. A little suspicious. Okay. So, um, Brittany is awake. She told her whole story and the police, um, they pull the surveillance cameras because right next door there was an Apple store. Yeah. And at the Apple store, they obviously have cameras everywhere. Um, yeah. And this was literally the day that the the new iPad 2 released. Oh. So um, whenever they looked at the camera, they actually did see two guys, one shorter, one taller, dressed in all black. And, um, and it was around the time that Brittany said this happened. So they're like, we hmm. got to find these guys. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Now, this is where it gets really upsetting. Um, so Jaina also appeared to be sexually assaulted. Yeah. She had 331 injuries. Shit. Um, 106 of them were defensive wounds. And, um, all of the weapons used against her included a wrench, a hammer, a T-bar, scissors, um, and a knife from the break room was what eventually killed her. Oh, man. Um, all of these came within, from within the store. There was a red toolbox, um, in the room with her. Um, all of them. They weren't post-mortem. Like, so they, they. Nope. They, every single one was before she died. And the final one was the knife that, which severed, severed her spinal cord and and went into her brain and killed her. So she felt. 330 wounds. Oh. Yeah. Um, after she died, she was sexually assaulted with a wooden hanger. Yeah. Like, <laughs> really fucking terrible. That is pretty bad. Um, so, this is whenever things get a little kooky. Okay. So... We're going to get these guys, Melissa. We're going to get them. Sure, 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 sure. Oh. Um, <laughs> so the Apple store, like I said, next door. Yeah. There were people who were working there. Um, the managers did hear some some screaming um, and heavy movement. Like like it sounded like, like heavy things were being moved. Yeah. Um, and they did hear a female say, oh, God, please help me. Um, and that was the at the the last thing they heard but before that they said just talk to me um they did not call 911 because they thought that it sounded like just some quote unquote drama huh so they didn't call 911 but it's after hours it is but i guess they thought they were just two girls yelling at each other oh okay. um all of the shouting was female there were no male sounds at all oh so Hmm. Intriguing, right? Yeah, it is intriguing. But I just want to say, um, fuck the Apple Store. Yeah, they should have. They should have. 
if somebody would have called the police or, you know, they actually had a security guard working inside the Apple store because it's the Apple store. Yeah. Um, maybe Jaina would not have been, you know. Suffered half as much. Like, fuck. Yeah. And the fact that she didn't even die until her last blow means that they could have stopped this. Yes. So I'm sorry. I'm not trying to, um, Yeah. No. Yeah. you know, but fuck you, Apple store workers. Yeah. This should be on your hands a little bit. Um, it was just drama. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> so this is where, this is where it gets, you know, confusing. Like they're like, okay, well, you know, maybe the guys were just not loud, you yeah. know? But on Sunday, they were going around the store and they found male shoes on a folding table. Huh. And the shoes were Lululemon shoes and there was blood on them. Which matched the shoes, like the shoe prints around the store. Yeah. Um, and the shoe, that means that the shoes had been there the whole time. Oh. Um, so the manager said, yeah, those are definitely our shoes. You know, there's nothing weird about that. And then the other very important part of the information is, hold on one second. Sophie is being ridiculous. Here, here's some toys for you. Calm down. <laughs> um, so the manager was called the night of March 11th. Yeah. Because, so what happens at a lot of retail stores is you check each other's purses. Yeah. Well, Jaina checked Brittany's purse and inside were a pair of yoga pants. Yeah. Um, so she didn't have a receipt for them and she said, you know, where, like, did you steal these? And she said, no, like, I bought them from coworker A. Yeah. Well, Jaina calls coworker A and she's like, no, she didn't buy them from me. Yeah. Mm. So, um, Jaina's like, well, I'm, I'm going to call the manager. So she calls the manager and the manager's like, we'll just deal with it tomorrow. And, um, Brittany, so she tells Brittany that she tells Brittany like, oh, we'll just deal with it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but she was, she stole the yoga pants. Yeah. So why didn't the manager tell the police this? She did. Oh. But like, that was like around the same time all this is happening. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is there was blood in the car. Oh. In Jaina's car. So just remember all of this. Okay. So the two men in the alley, they find them. Um, the two men, they were just dishwashers leaving work. Yeah. They had nothing to do with anything. They had exactly like their time card matched Yeah. when they were leaving. Um, yeah. So all signs are kind of pointing towards Brittany. Mm. Yep. Mm. Um, so Brittany, the doctor who treated her, said there was absolutely no sign of sexual assault. Oh, man. Um, all of the problems that she had were small lacerations, superficial. Um, they were like hands, face, chest, back. So like with hesitation marks, probably. Well, there weren't hesitation marks. However, the, she said that she was attacked while she was laying down. Yeah. All of the blood drips were in a downward motion instead of a sideways motion, which means that she was standing up when they happened. Yeah. Um... So at this point, they're like, she definitely did this. Yeah. At least with help or, you know, by herself. Yeah. 
Um, everything was very circumstantial. It was just, you know, she stole yoga pants. He said, she said. Yeah. Um, and the other weird thing was when they found her in the store, she had her arms zip tied in front of her, but they were up above her head. Yeah. But like, there was nothing like that they were tied to. So she could have easily put them down. Yeah. Like in front of her, like not like to her side, but, um, but they weren't like zip tied behind her back or anything like that. So they're like, well, how are we going to get her? This is where they get her. This is where they get her. She said that. So they know that her blood's in the car. And so is Jaina's car. And so is Jaina's blood. Yeah. So they go in to question her and they're like, hey, you know, we just need your fingerprints just to like rule your fingerprints out of the scene. Yeah. So they're like, hey, by chance, do you know what kind of car Jaina drives? She's like, no, I've only seen it before. I've never been in it. Like, oh, you've never been in it. Interesting. So then um, later that night, like they don't say anything. And then later that night, she calls investigators and she comes in the next day and she said, oh, I just remembered. (laughs) The attackers told me that I had to move Jaina's car. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, um, it was late at night and I couldn't see the car. Was, uh... Well, she said she had to move her car. The attackers made her do it. They said, either you do this or we'll kill you like we killed her. Yeah. Um, oh, she moved the car by herself. Yeah. And then instead of, I don't know, driving to a gas or like to a police station or away or yeah. anything or yeah um she said that she was too scared so she went back to the store dumb bitch and they tied her up and that's whenever they you know cut her and sexually assaulted her and stuff um and they were like well why wouldn't they just move the car like that is that doesn't even make sense well guess what makes her accomplice at least they don't believe a fucking word this bitch says Um, and it turns out like the, the footprints, like she put the shoes on and walked around with the shoes, like circumstantially at this point. Yes. So on March 18th, there was a vigil for Jaina, um, and Brittany is arrested. Oh, good. Um, on October 26, 2011, um, it was her murder trial. Um, she was accused of murdering her coworker. Oh, man. Um, the prosecutor said, yes, Brittany is a liar, a cold bloody killer. Um, there was proof from witnesses accounts um, that like her assault and robbery would throw off the throw off the trail. Um, but because it was hearsay, they couldn't mention the yoga pants. So there was no motive for the crime. Uh. And a lot of times this is like what frustrates me is hearsay. It's hearsay that she stole the yoga pants. Yeah. But it's still, it's still a fight over hearsay. So, right. like, well, what, what's? I mean, at this point, like, whenever it happened, it was still not proved either. Yeah. So, like, I don't know why they couldn't say, like, well, we heard about this, this, and this. So the jury had to basically think that she murdered her for no reason. Yeah. Um, and then the defense said, "You know what? My client did do it." Completely throws out the whole robbery story. Yeah. Um, she said she did do it. She was mad about the yoga pants. I don't know if she said the yoga pants, but she was mad about an argument that they had. 
and things got out of hand. So, yes, she did it, but she did not do it in first-degree murder. It was second-degree murder. Mm. She just snapped um, because in first-degree murder in Maryland, it is premeditated. Second-degree is not premeditated, um, and it has a lesser sentence. Yeah. Um, So prosecution had to base everything just completely on the crime scene. The blood spatter from the first blow was a heavy bar from a merchandise rack. Yeah. Um, And then Brittany pursued her into the hallway, um, believing that she was believing that she was beaten into a crouching position and then um, onto the ground. The medical uh, examiner said, yeah, there were 330 injuries. Um, She was alive for every single wound except for the last one. Yeah. So Brittany was not called to the stand on November 2nd um, at all. They guess guess they figured, like, we're just not going to put this bitch on the stand. Um. And defense said, like, they failed to show premeditation. The jury, um, the one guy from the jury was interviewed afterwards, and he said that the lack of motive did not change a fucking thing. Yeah. So she was found guilty of first-degree murder. Yeah. Um, on January 27th, 2012, she begged for mercy for a chance of parole. The judge was unmoved and life without parole. Good. Um, so... Jaina was actually awarded Master of Business from Johns Hopkins posthumously. Good. So it is a very terrible story. Yes. Um, literally, this psycho fucking bitch killed her coworker. For like a forty bucks. Well, maybe sixty bucks. It was. Like, they're like eighty dollars, but still, like you it's have a, a discount. Crime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and literally over this, like she murdered her viciously. Over a pair of fucking yoga pants. Yep. That's crazy. And, you know, Jaina, like, she was clearly brilliant. Like, she went to Johns Hopkins for yeah. her MBA. She's she, doing this first side job. Yeah, people said that she was so sweet. Um, and it's literally just, like, nothing Jaina could have done differently would have prevented this from happening. No, she actually went back instead of saying, screw you, you're yeah. out of luck. Like, she did everything correct in life. And got fucked yep. for no reason. Yeah. Because this other girl wanted to steal yoga pants. And here's the thing. Here's the kicker. I don't know Jana. Jana. But I feel like if she said, hey, like, I can't afford these yoga pants. Maybe she would have helped her out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to I stole them. I yeah. Like, no, that's the wrong thing. You right. You can't do a wrong thing. So, like I said, I don't, I don't know Jaina, but like just from like what I've heard about her, like I feel like she was the type of person that would have, you know, been like, "I'm so sorry, like this was a mistake." Like I just, like maybe they would have shown her some leniency. Yeah, you know, like let her quit rather than be fired. You know, something like yeah. that. I don't know, you know, and it's probably up to the manager. But the fact that she literally murdered somebody over eighty buck pants, which with a discount probably worth 40 bucks yeah (laughs) um and she had a job so she had money like what the fuck yeah that's what i'm saying but um people have been killed over loss but i know that that doesn't make it right it's so stupid i know people killing people over. and i feel like she just went too far by like moving jana's car and you know she might have gotten away with it if oh man you know not that i wanted her to get away with it yeah i mean the first half not gonna lie yeah. Thought I was going with a serial killer. 
like I just I just kind of assumed that when I first heard the story that's what I thought too yeah I thought like oh my god like these guys just like went in there and (sighs) so she told a good story but she just she thought that she could get away with it and she just didn't yeah but um i watched the episode on it was called it was on snapped which is on oxygen i think okay um and they go into a lot more detail and actually um the podcast morbid they have like a two-part on this because it there's just so much more information i just gave like the literal briefest story of it oh man so that is the lululemon murder all right Poor Jaina. Happy birthday, Jaina. You would have been 40 today. Jaina, you should still be with us. This bitch took you away for no reason. And fuck her. I hope she stays in prison forever. It's Jason's Corner. After that brutal murder, (laughs) we've got some reprieve. Because Jason's laugh will achieve. That's such a good song. Jason's Corner. All right, Melly. What do you have for us today, sir Jason? I want to know what's the pettiest thing that like someone's ever like that you've ever gotten mad about. (laughs) Well, all of my petty stories pretty much come from college. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. This is like the beginning of the whole fl- full-blown war between me and my roommate, um, Courtney. Fuck you, Courtney, if you're listening to this. Don't listen to this. Shut this off because I hate you. Um- <laughs> Whoa, Courtney. Stay for the J. Leave for the melee. <laughs> if you're ever listening to this, I don't want you to be my fan. You could be Jason's fan. <laughs> she was such a bitch. Okay, so Courtney, I'm not even going to... like not say her name um so when we were it was like my sophomore sophomore year of college and we had an apartment together because we thought we were going to be at bffs forever oh my god bffs (laughs) we were not um so her boyfriend who i hated and i think he was part of the reason why we stopped being friends he made like this like super okay so you remember like the early like the mid two thousands when people made like catty remarks all the time on um, like social media and they were like very passive aggressive. Yeah. So he wrote one that was like, Oh, I can't believe we have to live with something like this. And I was like, bitch, like you don't even live here. You're not on the lease. Um, So at that point I called the leasing office and they're like, well, we can't prove that he's living there. And I'm like, just show up at any time he's there, but whatever. So, um, I was, I was so pissed, but I like let it go. I didn't let it, let it go, but I didn't do anything. Um, but then, so she was such a pig. She like looked like a pig and she was a pig and <laughs> she left, she always left all of her dirty dishes in the sink all of the time. Yeah. So I was tired of doing her dishes because like, I'm not your maid. Yeah. So I took Melly. I took all of her dirty dishes out of the sink. Yeah. I set them to the side. I did my dishes, put them away, and then I put all of her dirty dishes back in the there sink. There you go. That's how you do it. <laughs> so how she... do you get your dishes done? <laughs> how do you get your dishes done? So she flipped out on me 
And well, she didn't flip out on me. She flipped out on social media. And then she took every pot and pan and hid them in her room. Yeah. Like I couldn't use them because technically she bought them. Yeah. So my petty ass, this isn't even like, this is just like the lowest level of petty. Um, I bought the TV. So it was my TV. So I took, um, and my TV stand. So I took the TV and the TV stand and put it in my room. And I took all of her DVDs and just scattered them all over the floor. And I took, so I put that in my room. (laughs) I'm sorry, Mel's. So that was my most petty. Oh, that's so much fun. It goes so much further than that, but that is like the the beginning level of, of our full-blown feud. Oh. What was your pettiest? Oh, my pettiest? So, I was a child. A little child. It's about eight years old. Maybe maybe six years old. All right, I was, maybe seven. Maybe seven. In between there. <laughs> I was just a little babe. And, uh... I saw this picture of me as a babe sitting on the train tracks. All right. <laughs> and I got real angry real fast because there's this lady sitting on the back of this train trolley waving goodbye to this baby. And I look at this, I look at it, this picture and right there and I was like, Mama, who be that lady on the back of that train right there? She'd be like, Sweetie, that's me. I'm like, Mom, did you leave me on the train tracks in Louisiana? And she's like, Yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, how could you? She's like, Your dad was there taking the photo. I'm like, No. <laughs> was it a real train? Like, was it running or was it parked? It was a real train. <laughs> so she was actually like on it. Yeah, she was it. actually on it, and like. Like my dad hopped off and like I thought I thought like it was parked. No, it was a real train and she was going. <laughs> she was going. I don't know how they met up. I figured it was like stopped. No, there was other people with them with them like going. <laughs> I figured it was like stopped to like fill up or whatever. So I didn't talk to them till dinner. Oh, so how long was that? That was two hours. Oh. I I mean, another petty thing that I've done is I mean like I like, literally wrote a song about being a middle child. I know you did. So, I mean, that's kind of petty. I don't want to hear it again. It's it's so middle childish. <laughs> so, I mean, that was, like, and the same level of petty as yours. I... Oh, there was a mean old man that would always yell at us for playing next to next to the kid up the hill's house. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he made stink bombs, and we'd hide them under his porch. <laughs> and so the stink bomb that we made, we, we'd make old take old milk cans and you know we leave a little bit of milk in there what are milk cans well milk milk gallon jugs oh okay we leave a little bit of milk in there fill it fill it up with water take this onion grass like you know the tops of the onion grass put it in so and then a little bit of windex in there so the ammonia would break down we didn't know chemistry at the time but this is (laughs) this is like fucking amazing genius level stink bomb shit i I wouldn't have thought of ammonia yeah but but it breaks it down. It breaks down the milk, breaks down the onion, and then it just smells like ass in like three <laughs> days. And then you poke holes in the top of it, and it just like bam, right, oh. under, right under the porch, and it smells like dead raccoon. <laughs> and like raccoon, raccoon. You're saying raccoon like raccoon that? in like in like three days, and you then you get it, and it's like what the hell is this? 
<laughs> that is so gross. It is gross, but it's not that gross to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like this, and don't make any of that, kids. <laughs> it might not be that gross to make, but your parents are gonna hate you for it. <laughs> That's so gross. Oh my god, <laughs> I think I'd probably vomit. Yeah. <laughs> So just like thinking about like curdled milk and ammonia, Ugh. curdled milk, ammonia, and onion, onion grass. <laughs> Gross. Yes. yes. So that was, oh. that was being petty. Yeah. So, and also there's a glitch in the system. You're being recorded. This is all a simulation. This like life, life, this life that you're living mm-hmm. all simulation. Okay. It's all the Melissa show. Oh, great. It's all VR. I'm not me. I am you. You are me. Me me is you. Me, 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 me. Oh, I thought it would be like the Truman Show. No, it's the Melissa Show. Well, I know, but like in the Truman Show, like there was like an actor. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, I'm an actor. Okay. So I can't be telling you this, but I'm an actor. But I have to be telling you this because you actually found that script on the show. Mm. So now, by not telling you that, I'd be in violation of my contract. So, so okay. Can so that is technically a glitch yeah. in the system. So you're, we're trying to find glitches. Yeah. What do you think the biggest glitch is? Well, I mean, the glitch this year were, um, you remember those uh, murder hornets? They just like disappeared and like out of nowhere. Yeah. It was just like a weird glitch. I think my biggest one is. Um, a lot of times when I'm driving, like lights go out around me. Yeah, it like always freaks me out, and like even my mom started noticing it because like I told her I was like, "Mom, like street lights always go out whenever I drive." I oh, that's them. so we can do a, a stage change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, the other thing is like cars; it will be the same cars. Yeah, and I'm like, mm, what are the odds of these cars coming like in the same place that I'm going? Do you notice you've never seen a yellow Tesla? Do they even make yellow Teslas? Yeah, they do. <laughs> but my I mean, big, yeah, my big one is like when I'm driving, is you'll see like I'll see like a like a red van, but then I'll see it again like in another part of the city, and I'm like, that's weird. And then I go, was is that person stalking me? And then I'm like, probably not. Yeah. So that's um my biggest glitches, mm. besides 2020 in general, just being a big fucking glitch. Mm. What about you? Uh, my biggest glitch in the the system, uh, if is, I was an actress and this is the Jason show, uh, is that Big Dividend isn't a famous rapper yet slash artist. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, why haven't people bought my album yet? It's online at SoundCloud.com. What's <laughs> not? Um, <laughs> check it out. Uh, it's at OnlyFans slash Big Dig Big Div, <laughs> where I'll sing to you for yeah. five hundred bucks an hour. Wow. Who would pay for that? Bucks an hour? <laughs> Who wouldn't pay for that? Sing me songs. Do you have any other glitches? Uh, I'd... Mm-hmm. Mm, what other glitches do I have? Yeah, that I actually got a wife. That, that's a crazy glitch. Hmm. Like, what kind of corporation could pay any amount of money for me to like have a wife that would come and went back and call well you remember how i said that i was a socialite yeah that's how oh so you actually paid money to marry me no no, no. i mean like i became a socialite because of all the money oh that's and, true and that the corporation paid to marry paid you, you yeah, like true. i'm actually like a very famous celebrity 
Well, yeah. If you if I was a famous celebrity, then yeah, you'd, yeah. you'd basically be marrying Truman. And that's why I have five people listen to this every week. <laughs> Whoa, it's up to seven. <laughs> Thank you very much. And you know, we love all seven of our listeners. So we do. We do love you guys very we much. We love you all. And we could invite you all to a virtual Thanksgiving this Thursday. <laughs> Just kidding. No. no. We have so much stuff to do. We have so much stuff to do. Um, yeah, speaking of Thanksgiving, it is shot to shit. Shot to shit. Um, there's a, there's some COVIDs in our family. Yep. The family's got the COVIDs. Jason's, some of Jason's family got the COVIDs. Um, my family has other random terrible drama. Um, so it's not going to be a great trip. No. It's going to be a pretty bad trip. All our trips are bad trips, Melly. You should get used to it. Buckle up, kiddo. Well, last time Sophie hurt her back again and I tore my calf and. No, the trip before that, Sophie hurt her back. No, no, the Halloween. Oh, yeah, you hurt. Yeah, you were chasing after her. Yeah, we both hurt ourselves. And then <laughs> she hurt her back. Yeah, that's it. The time before that was a good trip. Oh, yeah. The time before that was a bad one, and Oops, that's when Sophie originally like, hurt her yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. So it, the, the times that we have been to Pittsburgh so far this year, one has been good and two have been very, very bad. <sighs> Very, very bad. And this one coming up this week, I have a feeling is going to be very, very bad. <laughs> very bad. Um, we had our COVID test today, and I feel like I still have to sneeze from it, and I have yet to sneeze. Um, so hopefully we are COVID-free so that we can actually see some of the people, because if not, we're just going to have to cancel. Or we can just chill in a hotel room. We're going to drive seven hours to chill in a hotel room. I paid good money for that hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cancelable oh is it not cancelable yeah okay well we're going to pittsburgh even if <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have to like wrap ourselves in in, in plastic sheeting <laughs> you remember the time we lost 20 pounds by wrapping in saran wrap like a thanksgiving turkey but um as for now my side of the family does not have covid so we will see. Yeah, they got um, it all in March. Well, we think Christina had it back in November. Oh yeah. And nobody can tell me any different because she was she was fucked up back in November slash December. And then my dad was sick back then too. So yeah. Hopefully they got it back then and it's already cleared through their systems. Yeah. But um. Unless they get the super vid. Well, I hope not. I hope not either. I don't know if anybody can hear Sophie moaning. If she doesn't get attention now, she does this thing. Um, anyways, next week, uh, I should be able to put out an episode next week. We'll see what kind of things happen while we are in Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> but I hope everybody has a great week. And like I said, I'm going to release this tonight rather than tomorrow um, in honor of Miss Jaina's birthday. Miss Jaina. All right. Well, have a great week and a happy, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Bye. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on.